from the top of the charts to the dusty $1 bin and everything in between, it's time for another review on Life to Labyrinth. Thank you. Yes, your blog post was, was just great. <laughs> yeah, it was excellent, as always. You're putting out content more frequently than the podcast is these days. <laughs> I finally have something to write about. I feel like for most of the whole like pandemic, I've been like, oh, sitting at home. <laughs> I got nothing. Still sitting at home. <laughs> Tiger King, am I right? <laughs> Has everyone else watched every TV, every bit of TV? I have. <laughs> <laughs> this week I finished Netflix. <laughs> I did. I'm rewatching everything. I rewatched Mad Men. I'm in. I'm doing Sopranos. Hmm. I'm just hitting. I'm doing all the classic hits. I I just I've almost finished rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine for the second time. Oh, I kind of gave up on it after a while. That's fair. I'm more for dramas myself, but I don't know. It was fun. I was thinking of maybe doing Sons of Anarchy after this, but I've done it so many times that. Mm. It all made <laughs> it all made sense to me after watching it for like the third time. It was finally like, oh my god, I know what's happening in this show. Because I think before I was just like, wee, and then I'm like, oh, these guys are involved with these guys. I find the Sopranos very hard to follow because I'm a space cadet. Yeah, I've never watched that show. I've tried. Likewise. Oh I my god, it's it. really good, but you cannot like pick up your phone. Yeah. Alex walks into the room yeah. and I'm like, who is this guy again? He's like, how the fuck do you not know who this guy is? You're literally watching it. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. He's like, yeah, I know who this guy is. And, I've, and I'm not watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're on season three. He's in every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, I look down and then I go, I'm like, is this a dream sequence? I'm not really sure. But it's really, it's very well done. <laughs> Heard many good things. Never yeah. I keep Never telling, watched. yeah, little Tony Soprano. Mm. I, did, <laughs> I did argue for Anthony. <laughs> because I wanted to be Edie Falco going, Anthony Junior! <laughs> so badly. Amazing. But we all know it's going to be a little Toto Wolf. Yes, Toto Wolf. Please. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Just don't buy him headphones until he's older. <laughs> <laughs> destroy them that's so funny i, I hope it was I, if you had didn't see the second to last race then it wouldn't make any yeah. sense i well, think no. emily sent it to me i sent okay. i sent her um i recorded it and i said this is for your spank bank <laughs> and then you sent me one that had music to it which yeah. was great yeah yeah <laughs> super oh funny all right <laughs> Well, welcome to another episode of Life to Labyrinth podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Bryn. I don't have my notes. Hold on. Just keep talking. Keep talking. That was Angie. Welcome on that's, 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 that's our beloved co-host Angie, who's wrapping up her third trimester of pregnancy and is just, just doing great. Just just doing great. And back with us again is... Angie, Emma. hi! Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Start again. Start the fucking thing again. No. <laughs> It's going really well. We it just hurts and here again. I'm like, ah, I'm back. Okay, go. And I'll shut up. I couldn't have been happier with the way that went. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily is here and she's struggling to regain her breath. <laughs> oh, best intro. That was good. Sorry, ever. guys. I walked away. 
Uh, you'll find out why we're laughing if you listen to the episode. Oh, dear. I won't. <laughs> I know you won't. <laughs> It'll just be our secret forever. We'll tell you one day. Or I'll yeah. just send you the clip. I'll just send you the one clip since none of it is your voice until the end. Yep. Perfect. Uh, oh, oh, man. If we are, uh, if this is how it's going so far, we are either doomed or we're going to do great. I already, but... know, I already know I'm doomed on my end. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this week was one of Emily's picks. So, Emily, what'd you pick? Why'd you pick it? What have we listened to? Yeah, this week uh, we listened to the album An Evening with, with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. It's a duo made up of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Um, I'm sure most people have heard of Bruno Mars because he's on the radio and he's done the Super Bowl. I personally have never heard of Anderson Pack. Like I said last episode, I wanted to pick an album that was fairly recent. So this was released November of this year and they started coming out with singles from this album in March. If I could interject, it was released in November of 2021. By the time this episode drops, it'll be 2022. So sorry. <laughs> I don't know where we are it in the world. It might be 2023. It <laughs> might be. We are just banking all these episodes so that uh, when when Angie needs to go on mat leave, we can still keep putting them out. But yes, it. it'll be 2022. Okay. Back to the action. So. Do you want me to interrupt here with something amazing? Please. Please. Okay. Please. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. So yeah, these two guys, they met, they did tour together. Anderson Pack opened for Bruno Mars on one of his tours. And the pandemic kind of slowed them both down and they got together and they made this album. And yeah, I guess I'll turn it over to you guys to see what you thought of it. Angie, take it away. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, well, I was first of all very excited that it was like a 70s, 80s R&B soul revival. I had a hard time making an opinion about it, actually. I listened to it a hundred times today because I'm really organized. <laughs> and I, of course, appreciated the ones that had more of kind of like, like followed through on the funk thing. Yeah, I, mean, I knew I was gonna have a hard time putting this together. Here we go, here it is. I like it. It reminded me a lot of the song didn't I Blow Your Mind This Time by the Delphonics. I kept thinking about that song. And then I was listening to that song. And then I looked up an, anything about these guys and the first band someone else said they sounded like were the Delphonics, which I thought was hilarious. Also, Didn't I Blow Your Mind, famously made famous for our generation by the new kids on the block. <laughs> Embarrassing. Anywho, <laughs> I loved the throwback. I loved trying to kind of hear who I heard, you know, kind of like those like little Richard Shrills and <laughs> and trying to pick up the the little um, funk riffs. I kept thinking about the Sesame Street clips a lot. You know, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Dinny, 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 dinny. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I felt that it was also paired with some songs that felt just like I was stuck in a Motown elevator. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I liked it. But I didn't have strong feelings either way, which is unlike me. Brent, go ahead. <laughs> I really liked it and had a lot of the same feelings you did. I'm just going to say out of the gate, Bootsy Collins, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> the surprise. coolest man that's ever walked the earth. He's like, hey, this is Bootsy Collins <laughs> making your band that I made, Silk Sonic. And I was like, I don't even need to hear anymore. <laughs> also a sex phone operator on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Bootsy Collins and the Rubber Band. I, 
fucking love them. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of in emotionally as soon as I heard Bootsy Collins because I'm not a Bruno Mars person, and I also had never heard of Anderson Pot. Is it Pack? Pack. It's Pack, I believe. Pac. I, I I listened to quite a few interviews to make sure I got that one right. His real name is Brandon Pack Anderson. Yeah. Oh. So any. And this was one of my quiz questions. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I had to have one quiz question for Angie, but I'll, I'll okay. save it for well, later. You, Wiki, and Wikipedia may have betrayed you. Um, but yeah, no, I liked it. I didn't. I didn't really get a lot of the Sesame Street, but a hundred percent that schmaltzy seventies. I was yeah. like, oh, this is what the Jackson Five could have been mm-hmm. if they sort of stayed together and Michael Jackson hadn't, you know, gone another way. But I just loved it. I, I, I'm a, such a sucker for that, like schmaltzy 70s thing that sort of made people dislike a lot of the 70s music where it just became like easy listening but didn't you find that the lyrics didn't always jive with it which is i know they were updating it but it also kind of feels like you know you're like getting into this really retro feel and all of a sudden they're like bitch and you're like yeah. Ooh, hmm. no, i was no. so focused <laughs> on how often they said girl because i was just again i was they'd be like and girl, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, how long has it been since I heard an, an album that used the word girl unironically? Yeah. But then randomly they would be talking about like gambling and bitch. And I was like, oh, interesting. Confusing, confusing. Yeah, yes. it's like nostalgic. And then there would be that. And you're like, oh, OK, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I kept getting like Jermaine Clement's Flight of the Concords vibes, if I'm honest. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Like, it, it really felt like the kind of funk music that Flight yeah. of the Concords did. And I think them saying girl all the time as well. Yeah. It mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It was just, it made me feel kind of that same way where again, it, they're, they're not obviously trying to be funny, but it, it's very tongue in cheek, I think. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ha wink. The album flew by. It's what, nine, nine songs? Yep. And one's an intro. Yeah, no. it's only 30 minutes, but it like flew by. Like we've listened to like other song, other albums that were 30 minutes and they did not move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this again, Emily, your second pick coming hard out of the gate strong. Yeah, So I didn't know. Sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was just trailing off a cliff there. So <laughs> I, will, I will come in. Yeah, they said they wanted to put because they they missed touring and stuff so much. They wanted to put together an album that sounded like a show. And so that's kind of why they got Bootsy Collins involved. And so he's kind of the MC mm-hmm. and they wanted it to kind of flow like a show and that's why like they picked the order and blast off is kind of like okay we're done this is the finale have a great night whatever and after i heard that in one of their interviews i was like yeah totally and like even the the title of the album like it's very clear that that's what they were after and i think they uh I think they achieved that. Yeah, I um, I, I know at the end of our last episode when you mentioned what it, we were going to be listening to, I, I wondered if it was a live album, mm-hmm. and it very obviously isn't. And because of the pandemic, even to look for performances by them, it's all at award shows. So yeah. they haven't toured this album, which I guess makes sense for a lot of sort of, what, what are they called? Um, <laughs> uh, power, not power bands. I don't know. What are they called? Super groups. Super groups. Thank yeah. you. But I like power band. Power band is better. I prefer power band. <laughs> it sounds like an <laughs> exercise thing. <laughs> yeah, that would hurt you somehow. Yeah. Uh, again, featuring Bootsy Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they've been nominated for a shit ton of a Grammy lot. awards. 
All pending. All pending. <laughs> I what la- the I fuck is at that? that? It's nominated <laughs> and pending. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, they've won a, a few so far. They won um, the American Music Awards, uh, something for that. The BET Awards. The BET. That's the BET sorry, Awards. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, we, we are Caucasian people. <laughs> I, I, I corrected myself immediately after. <laughs> also, the, also the Mativa Video the Mativa. Music Awards. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Have you heard of Mativ? <laughs> I'm glad you sent around the performances, though, because they were really fun to watch. Yeah. And it totally, super authentically are going for the whole show, even if it's a little cartoony mm. and put on. Yeah. You know, they fully commit. I also didn't know Bruno Mars before this. I know that one song that everyone knows. Yeah, the Mark Ronson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he sounds great. I think, like, it all sounded really good. I don't know what was my problem. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I really Did you only just outfits. listen to it today? No, I listened to it um, for, the like, the past three days. Okay, okay. But it took me a while to get into it, and I don't know why. I think I just had a... Honestly, I think I just was, like... I got into the vibe of what they were trying to be, and I wanted them to just, like, full fucking Stevie Wonder it. And I just was, like, you're not hitting those crazy melodies that I want to get stuck in my head a lot. It's I find a lot of them kind of are a little bit lighter in, like, a crazy tag or riff or whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. I think I just, like, wanted it to go somewhere, and it didn't. And I just sat with it. I don't know. It's hard to capture the magic. They're trying to capture a 70s sound Mm -hmm. without being in the 1970s. And a lot of that 70s sound was just based on the culture and the other music that was around, right? Like they're trying to go back and recapture something that was new at the time. Yeah. But now is they're trying to like pay homage to it, but again, try and make it sound modern, but not modern because they're also including a 70s funk star. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's an awkward position to be in. And you know, it's not easy to recreate Stevie Wonder and parliament in that because they were great because of the members that they had and and it's pretty hard to mimic Stevie Wonder without becoming him. I think I just wanted it to go a step further. I felt like some of the songs would start really strong and then turn into that elevator. Kind Mm -hmm. of like, okay, yeah, with the like 70s um, soul xylophone. Where they have so much, you can tell they have so much energy and they had that so much funk potential. I just kind of wanted it to be a little bit more in your face. You could sort of see where the songs were going too. Like they'd always have that moment. I'd always know when he was about to like jump to the high note for it to the accent, like by before it happened. Mm. Like the first time I listened to the album and just be like, din, 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 it, <laughs> yeah, totally. You're like, oh, that's where all the girls scream. Yep. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, Bruno. <laughs> yeah, Angie, here's my quiz question for you. Go. What's Bruno Mars's real name? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know who he was. I was going <laughs> to say Mark Rodson. Did you like that? I was like, Mark Rodson, the different guy. Where's Bruno Mars from? Is he Hawaiian? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Jason Momoa. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not even going to guess. I mean, his real name is a pretty good stage name. Peter Jean Hernandez. Oh, wow. A little bit different. A little. A little. A tad, eh? 
Yeah, Bruno Mars is such a show name. You're like, no one was named Bruno Mars eats ladies alive. Peter Jean Hernandez plays the congas. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Jean Hernandez. Nice, eh? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Telling Jean Krupa not to go bap-a-boop-bap-bap-boop-bap-bap. How old is he? Is he a baby? Um, 36. Oh, I mean the same age as me. Us. Pretty close. Sorry, I'm just reading about them right now. That song's smoking out in the window, and he's like, this bitch is on... I, I was expecting him to be like, this girl is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. It made me laugh when he says, this bitch. <laughs> You're like, what the f-? Especially after coming uh, after last night, like the one song that actually features Bootsy Collins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah did did d- d- do it to me. <laughs> oh, he's so cool. I love him. I didn't know that Bootsy Collins did Weapon of Choice for um, ba- Fat Boy Slim. Oh. So I learned that during my uh, research. Yeah. I was like, oh. I did read a couple articles and there it was, um, there were mixed feelings about the album. Mm-hmm. Well, you should um, be able to relate to that. <laughs> shut up. I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't just fucking me, so shut up. most of the like most of them were um positive co-written by babyface put on a smile was co-written by babyface can you not totally hear that it's super r&b i can't remember the song now because you listened to it once i didn't i listened (laughs) to the whole album like six times okay okay I just didn't get. Uh, she, she left it on accidentally, like she did to that went super to bed, album. It played yeah. six times. Just put it under your pillow, let it absorb. Right. Yeah, I have to say, in the past week, I think I've gotten into the car maybe four times, and two out of those four times, half the time, um, before my Bluetooth connected to the car. What's the song? Leave the door open was on the radio, and I was like, wow. oh. oh. Yeah. That song has some big numbers. It, 669 yeah. million Huge. plus at the time of this recording, just on Spotify. Did either of you recognize it when you listened to it? No. 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 I don't no. listen to radio stations that would play that. But I, I'm like, I've heard it on like Instagram videos and like social media stuff too. So I, I'm like, oh, I don't watch Instagram videos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my kids might recognize it because they recognize a lot of that stuff from like TikTok videos and stuff, yeah. but none, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. it's weird. Somehow it's incredibly popular, but completely absent from the lives of everyone I know. That's okay. That's totally fine. <laughs> it's because we're old and crotchety. And then I saw an ad for some Apple thing and they were playing 777. Oh, so like, that's a funky song. Things are happening. It wow. is very authentically nostalgic like I could immediately I knew immediately was taken to like 1971 mm-hmm. and then it felt it put a poppy twist on it and I was like I don't know I don't know I'm not committing to this <laughs> Bruno Mars does struggle to not become really poppy I think that's probably where the schmaltz is coming from right, that yeah. feeling. Yeah. third time saying at this podcast schmaltz Frank. schmaltz yeah I think it's a lot of that's probably from Bruno Mars. Yeah, I really prefer the songs that are more Anderson Pack. And like I I noticed that as I was watching the videos, their little performances, I was mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah, I, I prefer when he's kind of... I know they they both are in all of the songs, but the ones that are a bit more Anderson-heavy, I prefer. Mm-hmm. I agree. I was impressed mm-hmm. at how at how much he actually was singing on the on the performances, because mm-hmm. I was sort of suspicious that it was mostly Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not. And I thought that was great. I thought it was really cool that Bruno Mars, who's obviously a massive celebrity, was able to actually do a partnership with this person and not just like use him almost as like a backup. A Here's backup your person. tambourine. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Right. Like you really shared the stage. Like when you saw them perform, like they were switching back and forth between mm-hmm. like joining the backup singers they weren't even like taking the stage and uh, together as the yeah. the front person they were 100% at that too. sharing mm-hmm. that sharing that between each other and i thought that was really cool i don't know if that would be the way it would be if they tour this album because those are obviously very staged performances for award shows yeah i wonder if it would be that way if they like actually toured the album probably not mm-hmm. but i would hope so i thought it was a nice touch I mean, I hope they bring their choreography and all their costumes because I really like the bell bottoms and the gold chains yeah. mm-hmm. and the low cut yeah. shirts. I'm down for that. And everyone move in in the same. Yeah. And slide. Mm-hmm. And slide. Yeah. You can't help but like groove to the beat. I'm like, why do I want to do this? <laughs> Those clothes are satiny. Yeah. It was a good visual. It was good. Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they really captured like that soul when they the, the performance we're referring to is on YouTube. It's when they performed at the Soul Train Awards, and uh, they really dressed up their whole performance along with the background and the Soul Train logo to make it look like the seventies, mm-hmm. which is exactly where they would have belonged. Yes. Do they do that kind of performance at the uh, Mativa Awards or the best? B- Shut up. I don't know. But did anyone else look up to see if they also committed full costume and show? From what I saw on YouTube, it seemed like it, but there was really only a couple of performances to see. Okay. Yeah. Like they have their music videos too, which are also choreographed. Yeah, there's no. And too what much. are the singles from this album? Um, Leave the Door Open was their first one. Smoking Out the Window and Skate, I believe, are the three. Not Fly As Me, eh? I love that one. Yeah, me Fly too. Fly As Me should have been a single. Yeah. It was. I, I'd say it's probably the most catchy song on the album. Yeah. yeah. It's very, like, super fly. Like, it's yeah. totally that song, but yeah. I like the way they, they did it. So looking at just the thumbnails on... When you Google Silk Sonic Live, it looks like, yeah, they were all, they didn't do exactly the same thing, obviously, but they were like dressed similarly or the same, mm-hmm. regardless of where they were performing. Yeah. Nice. When they performed at the American Music Awards in 2021, it looks like they're all wearing like red velvet suits. Amazing. Brand, those are the <laughs> AMA Awards. Shut oh, up. Oh, right. My, my, my mistake. <sighs> I still only ever think of New Kids on the Block. Oh, at- and Alice Cooper for American Music Awards. That's the last time I watched American Music Awards. I don't know wow. if I ever have. Building a house of fire, but- Anyways, <laughs> as soon as I hear American Music Awards, that's where I go. 
perfection. It was put on a smile that I was thinking of in terms of all the big, like, high notes. Mm-hmm. If you're joining us to listen to the album, put on yeah, a smile. Yeah, that's, that's the baby face one. <laughs> See if you can figure out where all the high notes are going to be before they come. Mm-hmm. Right. There was an interview I found with them online, but it was like 40 minutes and I did not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you brought that's that up. That's a long interview. That's. that's I a was long... like, ooh, some information. No, no, no. <laughs> I found something. I was interested. I but... didn't care. Well, I watched a little bit of it, but there really wasn't anything to take away. It was just like, it wasn't really an interview. It was like one of those things where like the interviewer is trying to be like as cool as they are and not. Mm-hmm. It's trying to, you know, just a hand job. It's not really investigative yeah, or anything. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe I got from it. I hope the the youths of today will like go and look up who Bootsy Collins is and kind of like get into Parliament Funkadelic and all that stuff and see what Motown music was really like. I, f- I hope that this album leads people to that if they haven't listened to that stuff. Yeah, yeah totally. It's a good introduction of mm-hmm. of that era, and I'm sure there's lots of people that that will hear this and be like, "What is this?" Yeah, and by like, people I mean new. children. But yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lindsay Collins has a famous son, doesn't he? Sorry, I was I do trying to. No, that's fine. I was trying to um, think about <laughs> how I even discovered what Motown music is. Is that how you pronounce it? Motown. 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 And I actually, I think it was from like soundtracks, like Forrest Gump and Good Morning yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, I'm like Martha and the Vandellas. I was like, I put that on as I was like listening to this too. Such good music. Totally. Does Bootsy Collins have a famous son? He's got a a son named whose stage name is Drew Down. I think he's probably a rapper. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was Bootsy Collins' illegitimate son, which you know is fun. <laughs> I would say that person is not famous, or is not he? Not to me, anyway. No. Not to me. I, I can't really declare whether rappers are famous or not the same way. I can't really call whether uh, country music artists are famous or not. <laughs> no. Drive by the uh, hockey arena and be like some country artist. Be like, who in the... How? <laughs> I did that recently. I was driving by Scotiabank. I'm like, person I've never heard of. Or whatever the fuck it's called. It's probably not Scotiabank. Canadian Tire? Corel? I don't know. Palladium. The Palladium. The Palladium. <laughs> yeah, Boots Collins was big into... Um... LSD once upon a time. I read that too. <laughs> yeah, Took it every day for dresses. two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he wants you to see how he sees it. <laughs> George Clinton. As well. Oh my god, they're all so cool. Mm-hmm. Don't do drugs. The problem I have right now is I have the album on, and so I'm just like <clears throat> instead of talking. I'm also I reading. I was looking up if George Clinton was still alive, and he is. Oh, yeah, he's still alive. He's 80. We want the funk. <laughs> Don't give us the funk. Remember, one of, I think one of the most random things I ever saw on television was when George Clinton was on American Restorations. Oh, what? They found some piano that was, like, owned at one time, or it was, like, a touring piano of, of his or Parliament's or something. And so they restored it, and they had him on to come and play the piano. It's like, man, nobody thinks of George Clinton as a pianist. No. <laughs> they think of him as a man barely standing in front of you with colored hair going, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Well, very talented musicians play behind him. <laughs> yeah. And it's all just a haze. And then a mothership comes down. <laughs> but it's like, oh, yes, George Clinton, world-renowned pianist. 
<laughs> Amazing. I think I saw one time there was a Bootsy Collins like MTV Cribs or MTV Cribs. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it was Cribs. Or... <laughs> Please come back. No. It was something like that. It was like a, he was touring around. He was like, and this is like my first star base and my second star base. I'm like, this is, we're going to be here a while. Oh my oh god. <laughs> Please take this dab of acid before walking around. Yes, That's seriously. right. Yeah. I'm too sober for this. I watched every minute of that, though. I didn't watch the 40 minute interview with Silk Sonic, but I watched every minute of the Boosie Collins tour <laughs> of his at least priorities. One of his it's all about the music man. Now I need to see this <laughs> fuck's house. That's right. I gotta see how this man lives. Why do you think they put a, such a short EP out? I don't know. I guess it's just an intro. Have they put anything else out after this? No. No. Because it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just a project. It's like that LSD like um, thing. I think I don't think you were here for that yet. Steven and I reviewed that. What's her name? Labyrinth, Diplo, and Sia. Oh, it's just an EP as well. Just a project. I suspect maybe it has a lot to do with like their availability. Yeah. I think also I notice it more with like debut albums. It's like people are just kind of testing the waters a bit. They're like, here's some. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure exactly what we've committed to at this point, but here's a little dab, dabble of what we've been working on. Yeah. I think I think the idea of an album needing to be long is is kind of passe at this point. Especially because you're not paying for it, right? Exactly. Yeah. It used to be like you'd buy a record and it would hold like 45 minutes or something like I that. I want you'd my want to $20 fill it, worth. <laughs> Exactly. A CD would hold like 72 minutes, so if there wasn't at least an hour on it, you'd be like, well, that's a ripoff. Whereas with streaming, it's like, whatever, nine songs, call it, done. Totally. Yeah. No one has any attention span anymore either. Yeah. So. You're not, they don't have to struggle just to write like three more because they got to have more songs on the album. It's like, whatever, man, we're just going to release it on streaming and who gives a shit. Totally. Yeah. I think a lot of people are even abandoning just the album. It's like, oh, here's a song I just put out. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I don't know how many people actually listen to albums on Spotify like we do, but aren't you just taking your favorite songs and throwing them on a playlist? I think it's what a lot of people are doing, too. Yeah. That's kind of why we started the podcast. Yeah. To force ourselves to actually listen to albums again. Mm-hmm. Totally. And not the same three songs from the same three artists over and over again. Exit Light. Guilty. <laughs> But I was looking up Bruno Mars because, like, everybody loves him. But he hasn't actually released an album since 2016. Wow. Until now. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know he's got a lot of hits. Wealth. But, and wealth, yes. Do I know anything else besides Uptown Funk? I think you might recognize them, but not by name. Like, I... I looked them up and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I most listened to songs on it on Spotify. When I Was Your Man, that sounds familiar. Why would I have sounds heard like, that? Sounds like Here Comes Your Man by the Pixies. <laughs> well, two of his most listened to songs on Spotify are off this album. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, When I Was Your Man has the most. Yeah. What is that, a billion listens? I don't know. I was too many numbers. Million, million. Did you see me? I was like, uh, <laughs> there's a big number. Uh. Sorry. Over a million, not a billion. Sorry. But I've heard this song. I don't know why. Probably because I watched The Voice or something. Oh, yeah. Locked Out of Heaven. I've heard this. I know who Bruno Mars is. Look yeah. at me. 
You would, <laughs> but you wouldn't know them by name because I don't know them by no. name. No, so. I'd be like, oh, yeah. it's that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Ed Sheeran of Hawaii? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did enjoy the... Well, I, Emily, I know you don't use Spotify, but it's, I'm sure it's the same for Apple, but at, they always give you recommendations when you're listening to someone and I always mm-hmm. love seeing who that is and of course I had no there no fucking idea who any of these people were for Silk Sonic but at the very end it was like a new funk playlist and I'm like go on go on I'd like to hear more <laughs> about this new funk genre take me there I didn't listen to it very long it was pretty intense but uh, <laughs> I man I, I do enjoy the revival I feel like if they pushed it a little bit too far then I I wouldn't have liked it as much as like I don't know. They there's a fine line for sure. Whereas I wanted just a little smidgy yeah. more. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Honestly, it could have just been because I'm in a weird mood all the time. <laughs> just fucking. <laughs> I think if you wanted me. more, you just need to need, need to listen to actual funk music. Yeah. If you listen to Bootsy Collins records, you yeah. want to I know you don't like live stuff, but there are some pretty crazy Bootsy Collins concerts from the 70s on YouTube. That's oh, funny. man. That I need to drop acid for? It's just, again, watching them blind stinking sober, you're just like, wow. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, give it about a month, Angie, and then get into the acid. Sure. For sure. Yeah. That'll help. Pump first, then acid. <laughs> Pump and dump. <laughs> Sorry to come and go, baby. They literally call it the pump and dump, so fuck off. (laughs) (sighs) That's not generally how I've heard it referred to. Uh, Well, they said it in a class. So it's it's facts. Was this one of the ones that you had to be on mute for? Like, uh, yeah, I went off video for this one too because they also were showing things where I was like, Whoa. <laughs> "Here's how to do this." <laughs> no, thank you. No, no. People have figured it out for years and years and years without so, visuals. <laughs> I think what they refer, I know, without the, it, it's like pus. Anyways, uh, stop. Um, I think pump and dump refers to when you've been drinking and you have to relieve. Yes. So you pump sure. it and dump it. Sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to take that one back. Mm-hmm. No. no. Just, they can try all they want. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got here. I'm sorry. Wow. Bootsy Collins and Bootsy's rubber band stretching out live 1976. That's where you want to be. <laughs> That you wow. could put that on your playlist, your birthing playlist, stretching out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Gross. Also, um, Ring of Fire. Mm. <laughs> that I've heard of. Now I can never hear that song again. I don't understand it now. <laughs> I'm like, why is he singing about this? I never. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you imagine? Oh, baby, I wrote a song for you. <laughs> We wrote a song about your vagina tearing in half. <laughs> Watching our son born inspired me. Wow, I think I think maybe we've ground out a steam now that we're talking about Angie's <laughs> Angie's pump and dump yeah. and rings of fire. So, final thoughts and what are we listening to next week? Oh my god. Uh, final thoughts. I don't know why, and I this is I'm sure just a me thing and not a life thing, but. Uh, it took me a while to decide what I felt about it. 
I loved the idea of the revival and it was certainly authentic to it. I, and like I said before, I just, I don't know why I just wanted like a Stevie Wonder riff that was gonna stick with me forever and I got a little bit more lighthearted pop. Regardless, mm. I love what they're doing. I, I'm excited to see future songs because I think there is not a lot of people uh, doing this right now. Not that I know of. I mean, what would I know? I didn't even know these people existed. But um, <laughs> but I love I love the like soul revival. I think it's I think it's great, and I I hope if anything it brings this to the youngins so that they can um, do a little bit more delving into the history of this awesome retro shit and scene. I really liked it. I think, like Angie said, the, the 70s vibes on it were great. It's a little uncanny valley. I think if you're looking for a funk record, this isn't gonna gonna cleanse that palette for you. It hits a lot of it hits a lot of great spots and it's it's a fun listen from beginning to end. Even some of the one more time schmaltzy moments like put on a smile on that. It's they're not worth skipping. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's, it's it's a solid half an hour of fun music. It's great. I think like it is light and you know the lyrics are kind of silly and everything. But after another year of pandemic and like who knows what's happening in 2022. I think it's just it's just good. It's lighthearted. It's fun. You can kind of groove and dance along to it. Totally. It made me want to listen to Uptown Funk again, which is a great song. Yeah. Yes. I didn't listen to it, but I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are we are so good at follow through. Organized. What something just fell. There was a sound of like something falling, but it was just like somewhere. Uh, Angie, what are we listening to next week? Okay, well, um, I didn't think about this because I'm stupid, but I did uh, briefly today. Anyways, in the same vein of the soul revival, or just any revival, I've been wanting to listen to this band for a while, and I've never done it. And we can listen to it together. I listened to it a bit today. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Uh, We're going to do Greta Van Fleet. Ooh. We're going to do their debut album from the fires, but because it's fucking short, just like this one, I'm adding two other songs. Love it. So when the curtain falls on the 2018 album and heat above from the 2021 album. Cool. Awesome. Love it. Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been wanting an excuse to listen to these guys. I've sort of poked at them online a little bit, like on YouTube. That sounds uncomfortable. Well, they're young, so they bounced back. They are babies. Yeah, it's one of those things where I kept hearing little bits of them, and uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in. Let's do it. All right. (laughs) Thanks so much if you're still here. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our episode. Emily, great choice again. You are making up for my weirdness. No. You've had some interesting choices. And she calls them a hard medium. Coming in with another hard medium. Coming in with another hard medium is Bryn's <laughs> choice for the week. <laughs> also called uh, Screws in a Blender. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you were they're pitching. I like that you pitched something you hadn't heard before because that's ballsy. Yeah. I was like, no, I better listen to this to make sure I don't hate the whole thing. <laughs> he won't even know if I don't. He doesn't. Know. <laughs> 
<laughs> all oh, right boy. thanks guys thanks for doing this all together again love it yay Appreciate you. and if you're still listening although i can't imagine why you would at this point thanks no. so much and we will be back with another episode in a couple weeks or whenever who, who cares year. good who see you then bye, <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to life to labyrinth podcast theme music by Devin rose find Devin on bandcamp or any streaming service you can find us on twitter and instagram at life number two labyrinth <laughs>